Hey guys, Sonia here. Welcome to my newest episode of Life Uploaded with Sonia. And today's episode is called Real Estate Riches. And um, it is a very recent experience of mine where I have been actually working on my very first cash flow real estate project that just flopped. It didn't go as expected at all and I poured a lot of energy, time, resources into it. And sometimes it just doesn't work out for reasons that could be very well beyond your control. And I've learned some valuable lessons from that that we will talk about today as we're exploring multiple income streams, various income streams that can add and boost our lifestyle in a significant way and help us leverage our, say, day job that you and I may have and may even enjoy, but that may not sustain us, especially if that source of income were to dry up. So let's dive right in, shall we? How do you successfully launch yourself into your life 2.0 after you moved? It makes very little difference, honestly, if you moved countries, states, continents, cultures, or languages. After all, you're here with a clean slate, an opportunity to do something extraordinary. But how? When you need to play catch-up, or it feels like you need to play catch-up on life here, wherever the new here is. I'm Sonia. And I will be your idea whisperer. I have walked the trail ahead of you, my friends, for about 17 years when I moved from my home country of the Czech Republic to the United States. So I'm here to tell you that you can let your hair down here and chill as we tap into various ordinary and not so ordinary topics about launching your successful life here and how to make your move a successful one. So welcome to my almost daily podcast for your life 2.0. Welcome to Life Uprooted with Sonia. So today we're going to talk about real estate riches and the topic in general I feel is pretty well explored and documented if you were to go to any bookstore or even a library, you'd find a ton of resources, ton of books, and even magazines. HGTV uh, channel is just full of all kinds of ideas, and it just makes me salivate every time I see that there are so many creative people with so many ideas that you know your head could be spinning and your heart can be just pumping with excitement and ideas of what could be. So let's explore it together. And you may have heard of the suggestion that you should own your own house. You should own your home as the basic advice. And that was the dream of, you know, families many, many decades past. However, I would say not so fast, and we've talked about it before. It truly depends on your life direction and passion and what do you want to accomplish with your life and this may not be it however let's take a look at this advice a little bit closer 
they also say, or they, the experts, the advisors would tell you, your house is an asset. And again, let's look at what is asset, what is liability, and does this truly qualify as an asset? If you ever took an accounting class, you would remember two basic categories, which was asset or assets and liabilities. Assets being on one side and of the column and the opposing side would be the liabilities. That would be kind of going in pairs. An asset, according to a dictionary, would be potentially as one of the definitions of property owned by a person or a company, potentially or regardless of uh, its value, available to meet debts and commitments. That's the debts and commitments would be the liability. So liability would be the debt or the financial obligation. So that's how they go in pairs. So I have a problem with that definition. It works for accounting, for numbers, sake and tracking and everything else. Robert Kiyosaki would disagree with you also because if you bought a house, that house is technically not even yours. Unless you paid for it outright, that house belongs to a bank or other financial institution and uh, they allow you to live in it in exchange for periodic monthly payments, correct? You have to pay them every month. That's your obligation. Once you fail to meet that obligation, they would say, sorry, Sonia, the house is right. That, that house is now ours, not yours anymore because you didn't keep up with your obligations. So unless that house brings money into your own pocket, it's not a true asset. And I, and, and I like that definition. I like that reasoning. Because if I look at my house right now, it's just taking money out of my own pocket in exchange for me being able to live here. But that's no different from renting until I fully own it, which might be depending on the type of your mortgage anywhere from, say, 10 to 30 years or maybe even more, depending on the type of the mortgage you got and qualified for. And there are many ways, creative ways that you could turn your house potentially, if you do happen to live in a house, that you could turn your house into a money-making machine to bring some extra dollars, some extra money, or maybe euros into your own pocket. So let's explore what those look like. For example, you could turn your house into an Airbnb where you become sort of a business owner in your own right and you rent out, say, a room or basically a portion of your house for other guests. You advertise on a website where everybody who is interested in renting an Airbnb uh, property would go look. So you don't have to do it solo. It's somewhat simplified, that effort. And so it's definitely a a creative way to bring an extra income out of your home. Or you can rent a room in the traditional sense or basement. Maybe there's a college student that needs a room 
or you have an extra basement you don't use, so you can rent that out, or you can turn a room that you don't use, maybe you have a large basement room that you don't use, and you can turn it into a workshop space. So there are a lot of different creative ideas, and I'm sure you can bring your own idea to the table as well. There are a few questions that you should be asking, and this list is by no means an exhaustive one, but it's just something to start your wheels turning and think in the right direction, such as, do I have the goods, meaning do I have the know-how, the resources, meaning the money, the people, time, uh, skills, understanding to pull this off? If the answer is yes, keep on looking. Second question would be, how can I do it? Do I have that space in my current house? And if not, do I need to look to buy another property? Or do I need to upgrade? Um, or do I need to start looking for investment properties, uh, such as uh, apartment rentals, um, family homes to rent out, office spaces uh, that I would own and rent out to businesses, or maybe storage units, stuff like that. You know, or even a land could be potentially owned and rented out to, say, farmers. Then, you know, my next question would be, what resources will I need? You know, do I need more money? Do I need, what do I need? And those questions would be well answered by a team of people. Because it, to me, to be successful in the game of real estate, you are best or best off if you surround yourself by a team that you create. That consists of a realtor, tax accountant, lawyer, home inspector, say who else, banker, you know, or lender, maintenance people, and you could add your own that, you know, I maybe forgot about. So this team of people will be, and you should hand pick these people. Don't just, you know, take the first person off the street. Have somebody that comes highly recommended and that you gel well with because those people will make you successful. They will help. They will save you a ton of time, stress, money, energy, all of it. So, yes, you might be paying uh, for their services, but in the long run, that it will be money well spent. And so when I uh, when I asked the previous question, so what will I need? These people would be better qualified to really answer what resources it takes. You know, maybe you need to sit down with the realtor and look at the properties that are available in your area. Or you need to visit with a banker, especially if you're moving from another culture, language, et cetera, et cetera. Your knowledge of your home market may not be matching what's available. So it is super duper important for you, especially my friend, to be well equipped with that team. You know, so spend time up front looking for these people, uh, maybe through different networking groups or meetup groups. Um, you know, ask around through maybe people who you already know and that you trust. For referrals and recommendations. I mean, you could definitely go and look and I don't know if people even use phone books anymore. Do they? 
I haven't really, I mean, every now and then I have a phone book delivered. So if you happen to have a phone book at home, you can definitely look there. But <laughs> depending on where you live, that phone book might be rather thick and you might be easily overwhelmed. So I would sort of pare it down by word of mouth and, you know, make friends, make acquaintances with your bank. We talked about your finances and how it's important to have a bank account established. So that would be something uh, that would come handy as well, especially if you need to have, you know, some mortgage officer helping you create some creative deals and uh, another resource for you and that's not necessarily a people resource would be books a library um i mentioned meetup groups also youtube videos there there are tv channels i mentioned hdtv and i'm sure there's some other ones there are financial magazines just go to any bookstore and you can just start looking and flipping through all kinds of magazines and again you can be easily overwhelmed so if you're someone who likes to take everything in and drink from a higher fire hose just be prepared to be drowning at some point so having it pared down to a few people that you can visit and i would totally interview these people i would set up a time maybe like 15 or maybe 30 minutes would be easier or better to get a feel for that person and see if you will work well with that person, you know, what your gut is telling you about them. And if, if your gut is in agreement with the referrals that you're getting, then you should definitely talk about hiring them to have them on your team and talking about your plans and visions and such. And these people, uh, you know, might have, some additional questions from them to start creating this partnership with you in a maybe a loose or more organized way. So depending how they work. So those are just some thoughts and ideas that I thought would be a good starting point for you to consider. And it's definitely something that is of interest to me. And I've been kind of poking around on and off. Uh, reading and looking at some books and listening to audiobooks. So I have maybe more detailed knowledge in there as opposed to, say, investing in stock market. But there is a lot to know. You will never know it all, just that so you know. So the, the goal here is an imperfect action, but an action. But knowing what you want and um, having these people back you up. And definitely, there are several different ways how you can go about the whole real estate gig. Either you can, if you're somebody who's handy or has, say, a team of people who are willing to work with you to flip houses, meaning you buy a fixer-upper, you buy a cheap house that just needs a lot of work. That's why it's cheap. And maybe it's in an area that is not as desirable yet, but it's up and coming, that you pour your sweat equity, your time, your money, you sink it, sink into it, all these resources, and then you fix it nicely and then sell it for a profit. There are several TV shows that you can even watch at, on HGTV where people accomplish that and you can see from them that it's not always an easy gig. Sometimes you feel that you have a decent budget and then 
there is some unexpected surprise. So you might end up sinking more money or just sits on the market longer than you expected. And since you have a certain target number that you want to make, it just might make um, or take longer. So just be aware of these things. It's not always a straightforward thing. Same or not same, but another idea is to actually buy and hold these properties, investment properties, but not for a quick, quick profit, but you're holding them for cash flow, which is something that brings you long-term income. And that's actually would be more desirable because it would be truly a passive income. It's something that recurs or is recurring month after month. As long as the renters stay in place, you have a stream of income. So that would be something more along the line of multiple income stream that we're talking about rather than one and done. It just depends on your nature and your comfort zone and all that stuff. And what are the positives and the negatives of having a real estate income? Let's start with the positives. And the positive is definitely that there are many tax advantages. Again, talking to your tax accountant and realtor will just give you a better idea of what those are. And they change, you know, it, with the changes in the tax law, with the changes in lending uh, rules. It's best to really stay current and talk to people periodically so that you have an idea what that really looks like before you dive into something or commit to something. Um, it also helps to leverage your own money, your own income. So by no means you need to spend your own money to buy the property and helps to really generate the secondary or tertiary or whatever multiple income stream. And real estate has been historically very well positioned for that. Another benefit would be it's a great way to invest your extra money that you make in, say, other businesses. Whether it's like reinvesting your real estate um, gains or uh, just gains from other businesses that you make. It just um, oftentimes you see people who are successful in one area they oftentimes diversify into real estate. And that's a great diversification tool, meaning not having all the money and uh, all the income streams coming from one place, just like I mentioned about your job, because if it dries up, you're in trouble. But if you have uh, multiple income streams, if you diversify, say you have some income coming from your, say, dividends uh, from the investments that you hold, and then some from real estate, and, and then some from your job, you're sitting in a much better spot. Wouldn't you agree? Okay, another thing about real estate is that it's more tangible than, say, your investment income. We talked about investments yesterday, and that might seem just a little bit out there. It's not something that you can easily touch. You watch numbers on your screen, on your computer screen, and they're more hands off unless you're very, very well understanding. You just have to trust. And we talked about having it as a long-term strategy, meaning that just because the market dips today doesn't mean that it will stay down tomorrow. And you just need to trust the process and buy and hold for a long time. 
it's in that sense, it's similar to real estate that you buy in a hold for a long time. However, you don't see these dips quite in the same shape or form. So I would say, um, you know, and when it comes to liquidity, maybe real estate is a little bit less or is less liquid than investments. Investments, oftentimes you can sell, depending on what type of investment that is. But typically you can sell them, you know, the next day or whatever. But you don't always recover what you invested in. With real estate, it's definitely a lot less liquid. There is more structured process you have to go through, and it takes definitely more than one day, just with paperwork and everything. So that's something to be aware of. But it's definitely a very good um, investment strategy for generating an extra income stream. And uh, um, it holds a big earning potential. So that's what I would say as far as positives. And again, I'm sure there would be many of you who would just like be adding other benefits that I haven't even mentioned. So, yep, I'm not, I'm not saying that I know it all or that I have it memorized. I'm just kind of thinking and sharing as I think. As far as the negatives, I would say, and again, that's my opinion, it just requires some money. Maybe not all the money down, but depending on where you live and the current lending laws and just the whole real estate game and the creative deals that you create, it may require some money down. So be prepared for that. It's a team sport, maybe more so than just investment game. Yeah, in investments, it's great when you can rely on someone and just have that team effort. But it seems that for real estate investments, you want to have more people in place just because, you know, it involves more processes, anything for inspecting pro uh, properties to having somebody to maintain them, having you know, good contractors you can rely on, having uh, tax accountants in place, having lawyers in place, all these things. And actually, once you have that team, oftentimes these people could, uh, could be used for your other income streams as well. So I'm not saying that this is only true for real estate um, income, but just across the board, I think it's a great idea. So like I said, it's a team sport. So the, the downside is you need to just come up with that team and handpick that team. And there may be a chance that somebody doesn't work out. We're all just people. And sometimes people turn out to be not working out as well for us as we thought they would. Um, another negative potentially might be changing lending rules, you know, or changing tax rules. So staying abreast with that, again, comes back to having selected a really good team that will do some of that heavy lifting for you. Otherwise, if you do it solo, it will be very exhausting. And it's also, like I said, it's a, it has a great earning potential, great um, you know boost of your income. But if done poorly, it will actually uh, be also a potential for big losses. If you don't know what you're doing, if you choose to do it solo, if you choose to play ignorant, you might burn a lot of money, energy, time, etc., etc. Like in my case, 
not that I didn't know what I was doing, but I definitely was limited in many of my resources and things just sometimes don't work out in your favor. So this, my friend, would be just kind of scratching the surface of the real estate game and just giving you some food for thought. I'd be definitely very interested in hearing what you have to say. So send me an email. I'll share the link or the email address in the description. And this is it for today. And I will talk to you again tomorrow. And let's just keep it under wraps for now. And let's unwrap the topic tomorrow of another income stream. Have a great time thinking about Real Estate Adventures Empire. And talk to you tomorrow.